Hey, this is Dr. Darwin, a new dentist coach with another episode of Ask Dr. Darwin on the New Dentist Podcast Show, where you ask questions about getting into dental school, getting into residency, surviving those training opportunities, but also becoming a dentist in the U.S. and much, much more. Today's episode, you're going to learn a little bit more about how to rank and list your residency programs um, in preparation for the match that's coming up. And in this session, it's also a coaching session and one of my mentees, one of my coaching clients, student Dr. Mubarak, who's in uh, Canada, and he is looking to getting uh, into programs here in the U.S. as a Canadian dental student coming to U.S. for some training. So, Doc, today is, your, is our last session, our last coaching session. It's been, it's been interesting, right? Yeah, it's been helpful a lot. Like, I've been, we've been doing it from the beginning. You know, it's almost at the end. Yeah, yeah. Six months later, man. And it's, uh, and I'm glad to hear it's been helpful because uh, it can be a real tedious process, can be very long, can be very confusing, especially if you don't have any guidance or you don't really have any help at your school. And, and also just to have somebody be accountable, help you be accountable in getting uh, certain targets and deadlines done. So I'm glad to hear that it's been helpful, man. Yeah, thanks very much. You've been helpful a lot. Like I've learned so much, like just all the little things, like they are not really what, like I can understand them from the guidelines, like how to go from transitioning from dentistry into TPR or like in New York. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, again, it's it's easy to read what you have to do as far as instructions, but it's a totally different thing when you have to implement them and have, you know, turn those words into actions and doing certain things as far as looking up programs, going to visit, uh, preparing your CV, uh, preparing your personal statement, right? And then actually, go, like I said, going to visit programs, getting prepared for the interview, what to say, how to say it, and then going to the interview, following up on the interview, and then now, the final culmination, which is uh, putting together your, your rank list. So uh, that's what we're going to be talking about today. So again, today, that's what we're going to be doing. So um, what I wanted us to do is to kind of go back through uh, and kind of recap how many interviews you had and um, uh, where you are, what challenges that you may be having, and, and kind of putting together your, your list of programs that you want to rank. So I had four interviews. I only made three, and one of them I had to miss it because of the weather. I mean, the most challenge was for me is the weather, like just because in winter, and I had to fly from Canada to New York. I missed a couple times interview, and I had lots of difficulty for the scheduling interviews. So, so I mm-hmm. in total that I've attempted. So, um, you, so you had four interviews that were scheduled and you went to three. Yes. So you're in the process of having to rank three programs. Yes. All right. So um, all of them in U.S., correct? Yes. So you've got three U.S. programs that we're going to be talking about. Okay. So first thing is um, – well, the second thing is, let's talk about three or four things 
or maybe even more, could be five things, could be six things that are really, really important to you with regards to your residency training. What, what are those things? Um, one of the most important things, like I used to ask a lot about what's the, the ratio between the student to the attendings, as some had like some like no supervising and the others like had better ratios between the students and the so attendings. Okay, so that's one of the things, the ratio. What's the second thing that's important to you? Um, the clinical time, like what's the time divided between the rotations and when you're actually in comprehensive care. Okay, and each program will be different. Yeah. Uh, uh, comprehensive care time versus um, rotation times, if there are rotations or something like that, and how, maybe how it's structured as well. Yep. What else is important to you? Um, also, like uh, we used to ask about the lectures, like if there is any lectures or opportunity to, to do some research. So lectures and research opportunities. Okay, now is the, is the research opportunity, is that a deal breaker if there's not? No, like it's just something to add. Okay, so kind of like it's optional. It's important, but it's not like a deal breaker important yeah. for you. Yeah. Any, anything else that's important must have on your list as far as when you're looking at these programs? Uh, second opportunity to do a second year in TPR. So second year options. Yep. Okay. Anything else? We got five so far. Anything else important to you? That's on my list, to be honest. Good. That's a good list. That's a good list. So. And the environment. The environment. Now, what do you mean by environment? Like location? Yeah. Not specifically locations, like is it when I went visited the programs, how I felt about the programs, like how is this, like people, like how is the vibe around the environment, like meaning? So the vibe of the, of the program yeah. and the location, anything yeah. else about the environment important to you? That's on my list. Okay. So we got six things, the yeah. ratio to resident attendings, clinical time as it relates to being in clinic and also being on rotations and how it's structured. Three, the lectures. Four, any research opportunities. It's optional, it's not a deal breaker, but it's on the list. Uh, five, options for, a sec for doing a second year. And then six, the environment, the location. What's the vibe like uh, with, with the surrounding area, but also with, um, with the residents, I, I guess, right? Yeah. All right, so good. So we're gonna use those six important factors and take your three programs, program A, B, and C, and uh, you, you give your, um, you don't have to actually tell me, but get for each of the programs you did your interviewing, I want you to, to label what one you want to label number A, 
Okay. Go ahead and write that down. What program you want to label B? Okay. And what program you want to label C? And then what we're going to do is we're going to go through these list of six important things and see where each of these programs, A, B, and C, where they rank, how many, how many pluses they have, and then from there you'll be able to see for yourself, and you would have done it for yourself, as to where you should position and how to rank those, those, those programs. And we'll have some discussion on it as well to kind of add to it, all right? So, program A, B, C. Boom. And what you're, what you're doing is the same. What I'm doing is the same thing you're doing, right? A, B, and C. I'm writing it down. So it's kind of like an exercise for me, too, to help, help you coach through this process. And this is the same process I go through with other people, but also even for myself to help me make a better decision or have me, you know, kind of rank my decisions based on importance. Okay? So number, number one importance, ratio, resident to attending um, and this could be key you know many dental schools you have maybe a 1 to 20 or 1 to 30 depending on your 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 size of the of the class i think your class might be a little bit different in canada at least at your school how many how many d4s are in your class uh 42 42 so very small so you're probably going to already have a smaller faculty to uh, dental student ratio anyway and it may be something that you like and that you want to have that continued at at these programs so of the of the three programs a B and C which one has the best resident uh, resident to attending ratio would you say I'd say a okay so a so number one ratio of the two that are remaining, which one is second? B. B. Okay. So that's second. All right. So ratio. So we got that. So let's check that off of the important list. We've done that one. Clinical time. Clinical time. Again, most programs may have a different type of structure as to how they have comprehensive care, if they have it, rotations, how structured, all of that. Um, will be different from program to program. So based on that, based on that, where is, uh, which, which program has the best combination that you like regarding clinical time? Uh, I'll tell you A. You like A? Yeah. And when I say clinic time, I'm also referring to rotations, how the rotations are scheduled. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. Like, the only difference between them, one has six and six months, and the other one is eight and four months. Okay. The rotations are kind of valuable. That's one of the main things in CPR is to get to have the opportunity to do the rotations. So I would say So So A, as relates to clinic and rotation, that's 
That's number one. That's the best one that you like. And then what about B and C? Which of those two is, is number two as it relates to clinic and rotations? C. C. Okay. So clinic, rotation. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So we'll check that off. Third thing, lectures. How is that didactic portion of the residency program structured? How many lectures? What are the lectures like? What's the content? Of the three programs, A, B, and C, which, which lectures component do you like the best? B. 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 Okay, so B gets its, uh, its second mark, number one for lectures. Okay. Now, is that uh, lectures, a lot of lectures, medium-sized lectures, or not a lot of lectures? Uh, medium-sized lectures. Okay, so that's why you, you chose that. I got you. All right. Which one is second? A or C? A. Gotcha. Okay, good. All right, next. Next is research opportunities. And, and like you said, it's not, it's not a deal breaker, but it's an optional thing. They have the opportunity to maybe do some research as a first year resident. So which one, which one in that, in that category uh, do you like the best, A, B, or C? I didn't find any, like, I'd say maybe A, I get this. So maybe A? Maybe A with research? Definitely not B and C, because they don't have the opportunity over that. All right, so then that, that makes it even, that makes A even stronger, because B and C doesn't even have it. So research opportunities, you got A again. Okay, so we'll check that off. Great, great, great. Fifth item is second year options. An option to do a second year, uh, which program, or programs, did you like that second option? Or did all of them have a second year option? Just A and B. So just A and B. Okay, so second year. Just A and B. Of those, of those two, which, of A and B, which one did you like the most? A. A, okay. So we'll circle A. Uh, for second year, even though B was also had a second year, you liked A a little bit better. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. We're almost finished. We're on the sixth item. Sixth item, which is the environment, the location, the vibe. What's the area like? What are the residents like? What are the people like? What's the environment like at the residency program? So um, which one did you like the most? A, B, or C? So A, environment. I did not like C at all. So C was no, big no, huh? Yeah, he would take negatives. Big negatives, huh? Yeah. Was it just, it was just not a match? You, like, I, I guess you didn't see, you don't really see yourself there as much. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's, that's key to know. So based on those six things, I have come up with um, my list based on, based on what you've told me. And I think you've come up with the same thing. So let's compare. So I'm going to go back 
and highlight the ones that have the most that have that have your top preference based on the six things, right? The six things that you that you mentioned. And based on that, here's my ranking. <laughs> I've got just like the alphabet. I've got A first, B second, and C third. Yep. Exactly. That's about right, right? Yeah. That's about right. So so guess what, man? You just you just created your own rank list. Yep. Yeah, thank you very much. It's made it much easier. Much easier, right? Yeah. Much easier, you know? And that's why, you know, it, it's it's uh, good to have a little bit of guidance, but also it's good to it's good that it's good because of the fact that you actually probably took some notes, right? Yeah. Throughout these programs, the interviews, interview days. So that's key. Uh, you had a chance to kind of look at where you think you'll grow uh, professionally, the most professionally with those, with those three programs, where you see yourself being at, where you see you getting the most support, being able to collaborate and get some mentorship from the attendings and other co-residents. That's always important. Um, and uh, the last thing is, is really looking at the fact that you've got three programs, right? Looks like two of them stand out more than the one. Yes. So here's the big question. Here is the uh, question of the day. The Tooth Fairy Match Residency Rank List Question of the Day. You did not like the environment at program number C. Program number C also only had a second ranking as it relates to clinic. In rotation so out of the six things that are important to you uh, C only had one thing and that that was secondary which which, re, which relates to the clinic and the rotation and how it's structured but it also had a big thing as it relates to did not like the environment so the question is this what are you what are your thoughts about ranking C on your match list I, at the beginning, to be honest, I thought I should not rank it. I should not put it, add, I should not add it to the list just because I did not like the environment. Mm -hmm. Even though it has some other options, like second, like it, I gave it some points to the clinical uh, rotation. Mm -hmm. not the best mm -hmm. that's all I think I should just name maybe rank A and B as the first and second mm -hmm. and leave out three okay now that is definitely one option and that has some pro and cons the, uh, the cons are if you leave it out and you don't rank on program A and B then you don't rank, I mean, you don't match anywhere on the first round. Yes. The pro is if you do rank it and you get, and you match there, don't sound like you're going to be happy there. Yeah. <laughs> so if you rank it and you match, guess what? You're stuck, brother. Yep. <laughs> you stuck that. 
Um, and that may not be the best place to be for 365 years. I mean, 365 years. <laughs> 365 days. It'll probably feel like 365 years being at a place where you don't want to be. So that's the, that's the disadvantage, right? Yeah. But, uh, of placing it. But here's the caveat. Here's the, here's the workaround. You kind of can go back and kind of re- uh, reverse engineer. If that happens, if it happens that you don't match at A and B and you don't put down C, you have uh, an immediate, an immediate option, which is post-match. Yes. Right? All programs, especially GPR, AGD programs, for the most part, there's probably a small percentage of programs that match everywhere. And those programs are probably the ones that are much smaller in size. Uh, if I can remember, most of the programs I think you looked at, A, B, and C, were probably 10 or more residents, correct? Yes. So there's a likelihood that they're going to have a couple spots open, which is great if you don't match on match day. At 12 o'clock on match day, the results come out, and they release the names of both the, the, uh, the candidates and the candidates and the programs that didn't match. That is your opportunity to get into this, this whole new mentality, which is the post-match uh, process, where you have to call, look around different programs, whether they be in New York. I know for you, that's uh, an area, whether it be maybe somewhere else that you had an interest in. And you have to go through those programs per state to see where there, there are some openings so that you can employ and implement your post-match strategy. And it's, it's important to have in addition to doing this rank list, it's important to have that, that plan B, right? Better have the plan and not need it than need it and not have it. Yeah, it's better to have. Yeah, like I always thought about it. It's always, it's better to be ready and like don't have the opportunity. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, the opportunity and you're not ready, that's when it's not helpful. Right. Exactly. So come that Monday on the 28th, you don't want to have any surprises, man. You want to be ready for match or not match. Yeah. If you match, done deal. Congratulations. Boom. If you don't match, then you've got some work to do. So I would tell you on that Monday, it, 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 make sure your patient load is, is light. Yeah. <laughs> Because you may have to, uh, on one end, you're going to be celebrating, or the other end, you're going to be working, hopefully, to celebrate, because you're going to have to go through the post-match process. So this is the time that you want to maybe go back through your list of programs, all the programs that you maybe had some consideration. Um, I know you mentioned you got four interviews, but you probably applied to how many programs? Uh, five. five so those five programs minus the three that you had interviews at that you actually went on the interviews means you had two other programs that either you didn't rank or didn't go to or what have you you need to look at all of those programs to see if they have any openings even the ones that you put down as your first and your second choice even those programs may not have fulfilled all of their spots. You still need to 
uh, consider them, of course, more, uh, they're still part of a, they are still the priority for you, but also those other three programs that even the one that you didn't rank, but also the number four and number five that maybe you didn't get interviews for, right? Yep. Um, so you want to look through, you want to write down those names of those programs. And if you have to implement the post-match strategy, those are the four, five programs you want to be looking at ASAP. You want to see if there's any openings and any slots. Yep. And if there are, this is what you got to do, right? Here are the steps, quick steps. Ready? Yep. Number one, you've got to contact the program. Contact the program director. You either leave, you're going to do two things. You're going to leave an email, okay. right? You're going to make, and you're going to make a phone call email phone call now i will tell you as a program director we get we get um uh-oh see look at that the postmatch strategy is trying to trying to uh derail us already trying to turn yeah. the lights on the poach so so program directors are going to be very busy that day many of us are happy because uh we fulfilled most of our slots if we get 80 90 percent of our slots we're happy but there's also going to be some that didn't, and we're still going to have some spots open. Every year we have a couple spots open. Um, some, some years are better than others. But guess what? Those program directors are going to be inundated with phone calls and emails. So you may have to send more than one. You may have to do it more than just that Monday, maybe that Tuesday, maybe that Wednesday, maybe that Thursday, and also that Friday. Your goal is to get a position. Only way you're going to get a post-match position is by contacting the program director slash the residency coordinator. And if, if they don't have your pass application, the second step is you're going to have to forward or allow the program to have access to your pass application. And that may cost you a couple of dollars here and there. So say if there's, Five, five other programs that have post-match positions and you didn't apply to them already, you're going to have to contact PASS and say, hey, let program one, two, three, four, five have access to my file. You pay online and your file goes to those five programs because they want to look at it and see. That's what most programs do. Now, there are some programs that will just give you a spot a position on the spot right they may call you and say hey student dr mabarak uh i see you didn't match we got a spot do you want it and you might be on the other, other side of the phone like oh my god you really and it may be unexpected some programs just operate that way where they you know may not need to see your past application um so be, be prepared for that type of response and that type of um, uh, connection or that type of communication. But I would tell you, most of us would want to see you and your credentials and your portfolio, okay? And that's why you're gonna have to uh, turn in that, uh, grant us access to your past application. 
The third step is be prepared to come to an interview. All right, you may be um, somewhat at a disadvantage because you're in Canada, but I will tell you again, your goal and your purpose for the, throughout this whole process, these last six months we've been working together has been to what? Get a position. Yeah. Get a, a U.S. position. So you're not finished yet. You have to finish out and uh, ring the bell with this target and this goal that you set for yourself. So that means you may have to alter your <clears throat> clinic schedule and get on a plane to go interview. Some Most programs will have uh, two types of interviews. They'll have a phone interview or a Skype interview, or they may have a face-to-face -face interview. Be flexible. Yes. Be flexible for either or. You can do a Zoom, Skype, like what we're doing, or you can be face-to-face. -face. If it's a program that you haven't been before, you know nothing about, you may want to go visit. You just may, right? especially as you have seen already the importance of going and seeing the environment, what the vibe is like, you know? Things are much different on the, on the internet, online, than they are face-to-face, -face, and you can see the whole entire environment while you're there, and that'll help you with a yay or a nay. Yeah. So that's key, because again, remember, you're gonna be there 365 days. You don't wanna be someplace you haven't seen before and you get there and you're like, oh my God. So try to, if you, if you can go to an interview and do a face-to-face, -face, it's, it's for you more than it is for the program. You need to see if that's the place where you see yourself fitting into the environment, right? Yes. And that's key. That's key. Um, and, for, and for you, those that are watching, there's some other post-match strategies that I have you can check them out right here, post-match uh, post strategies. You can check them out right here. Um, so, again, plan to interview. Plan to go to an interview if possible. And then, you know, fourth thing is, the fourth step is be ready to make a quick decision. Some of these programs, you know, within a week, spots are open and then spots are closed. So... Yes. That's why you have to be prepared, right? That's why you have to already have done some homework. Or when you get a phone call from a program you haven't investigated, within the first 20, probably within the first eight hours, you want to go and investigate the program, try to figure out as much as you can, go to the interview, say yes. Just say yes. Say yes. Yeah. Can, can you come here for an interview? Yes. Yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah, if you're committed to getting this position. Yeah. You say, yes, I'll be there. And you work out the details later. Decide first, and then second, work out the details. Yeah. All right? So, you know, be, be quick to make a decision because uh, that's, that's going to be key. Because, again, as program directors, by the time pass comes, I mean, a match comes, we're tired, man. <laughs> Yeah, we're, t we're tired with this process. And if we've got a lot of positions to fill, we want to fill them up as soon as possible and be done with it. All right. So if they ask you to do this, to do A, B, and C, do it, get it done, sign your post-match position as fast as possible, get it done, be done with it. 
So those are um, some post-match things to consider, some steps, the four steps. Contact the program director, uh, give them access to your past application, plan to go to the interview and also to visit, especially programs uh, that you haven't seen before because you need to see if that environment is right for you. And then also be quick to make a decision. If they offer you something within 24 hours, they tell you that you have 24 hours, you let them know in less than 24 hours. If not, what's going to happen is that spot they have for you is going to go to somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Just telling you, it's going to go to somebody else. Definitely. It happens just that fast. So, all right. Yeah. So, man, congratulations uh, for uh, coming up with your, with your rank list. Congratulations for going through this process. You're almost finished. You're at the last step, man. At the last step. Yeah. It's almost that, man. Yeah. 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 So I'm proud of you and uh, looking forward to, to hear from you on match day to see where you ended up and, uh, and contact me so we can set something up so we can, so we can figure out what we need to do. We're going to celebrate at the end of the month or we're going to celebrate a, a couple days or a week or two after that. Okay. And thank you very much for your guidance and mentorship. You helped me a lot, like just to figure out like how I was at the beginning. I didn't know anything about the process from just doing, I just started my fourth year dentistry and I wanted to go. To, that's when I decided I want to do a GPR. I haven't known how, what's the process now. I'm almost at the end and trying to pick which program I'm going to match it. That's right. That's right, man. You did it. And I'm so glad you reached out and you allowed me to be your coach through this process. And if you guys out there want me to coach you and have the same type of results that student Dr. Mubarak has had and have that mentorship, having that accountability, show you through the process and have somebody kind of guide you and walk you through, shoot me an email right here at newdentistcoach at gmail.com in the subject line. You can put in uh, coach me in the subject line, put in coach me. Hey, student Dr. Mubarak, thanks so much. Good luck to you and talk to you soon. And you guys, check out this next video. Where is it at? One, two, I think it's right here. Check out this next video right here with some tips about match and some other things that would be of interest to you. Dr. Student Dr. Mubarak, take care, man, and congratulations. Well done. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye.